Hey, welcome back to the Outrun Gamescast. I'm your host, Jose. Today we have Ryan. What's up? And we got Justin. Hey. All right, and we're going to talk about what we're playing today. The PS5 Showcase, the price, and the whole pre-order fiasco. Ryan, what are you playing this week? Uh, I've been playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps since that dropped during that uh, Nintendo Partner Direct the other day. Either of you guys dabbled into that one yet? I have not. I haven't even finished the first game. Nope. No? Okay. (laughs) I've been too consumed with Overwatch, oddly (laughs) enough. Oh, there you go. Back into that. Back into the Overwatch Um, hole. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Before we get back to Ori, Justin, you're playing Overwatch? Yeah, so I started playing Overwatch about, I don't know, maybe almost two years ago. Played, went hard uh, for like two seasons. Stopped because, you know, there are better ways to waste my time than Overwatch. And then for whatever reason, I don't know if it was an, I saw an update, but I was like, hmm, I haven't tapped into Overwatch in a minute. Let me get back into it. And now I'm falling back down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm not. I, I played Overwatch for a weekend and I was done. So in between that, I mean, like everyone else, I'm playing Among Us, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All right, and Ryan, you said you're back on Ori. That is the second game, right? Yeah, it's the sequel. It came out earlier this year on Xbox, and I figured like the last one, it would come to the Switch eventually. I didn't know it was going to come that soon. Dropping with that direct what was it last week? So obviously, I dove right into that, and it's just oh, it's so good. I think uh, the original, which you said you haven't finished yet, that was probably my favorite Metroidvania of all time, including all the Metroids and the Vanias. Um, And the second (laughs) one is just, it's just bigger. You know, there's more to it. There's like side quests now. There's these NPCs, you know, there's like this little hub area where you're kind of building it up and fixing it. And it's just, there's just so much more to it now. There's more moves, more skills. It's just kind of the first one just takes it, you know, turns it all up to 11 as it were, but um, it's just so good. Nice. It's just more of the same, you know, the, the big kind of set piece, you know, hardcore difficulty platforming stuff with all the stuff going around you. And it's just, uh, it's more Ori. And that's a, that's a very good thing. I think. <laughs> it, I mean, it's a pretty good game. I like the first one. Does it play like the first game? Like does it handle? It's very similar to the first game. It's a little different now where I believe the first game, I don't really remember, but this one, there's like, you know, the, three of the buttons you're kind of, you can set different skills slash attacks to, and you can kind of mix that up as you want to. Um, so that's a little bit different, but other than that, you know, very much similar platforming, the double, triple jumps, the zipping around and kind of launching onto stuff. So it's, it's very similar. Just again, it's, you know, when I guess the first one was kind of like an indie game. So the sequel, they just kind of got more money and it just kind of goes into, it. it's more of a, bigger production kind of more to it and it's just again it's all the same goodness just more so so it's uh you know anyone who enjoyed the first one i i highly recommend it or anyone who just let enjoys uh you know metroidvanias or just kind of difficult platformers it's uh it's very good it's got kind of a hollow knight feel to it at times not as difficult or as like dark but it's just kind of mm. i don't know i'm getting kind of hollow knight vibes with some of these npcs i'm talking to maybe just because they're giant bugs sometimes <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I think it's like what thirty bucks. Yes. Yeah, it dropped at thirty. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, I'll wait for that then, for sure. Am I right in saying that kind of gives me old school Rayman vibes? <laughs> it kind of uh, looks like like the, I guess the art style, maybe. 
like background? like old school like when Rayman's feet went 360 degrees like all the way around his body his little bean body oh, I, I only I yeah I only play Rayman Legends so I I don't know the old school Rayman so I guess I can't speak to it but I know Rayman Legends is more like individual levels this is just a big open world where you just kind of slowly un really unraveling the map again similar to like a Metroid or a Sim for the Night or something um that was one yeah. of my very first introductions to gaming was Rayman. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah, that's that's back in the I, I don't know the early Rayman, so I guess I can't speak to that. But maybe. Yeah, me <laughs> oh, it reminds me of it. That's why. Cool. All right. And I have been playing Persona 5 Royal. I'm trying to finish that before PS5 and uh, Series X drops. So I'm really trying to like just pound through that. It's so long. Um, all right, so I think we both or all three of us saw saw the showcase, the PS5 showcase last week. What did you guys think of it? Go ahead, I've got, I've got a lot of notes. <laughs> all right, let's, okay, then let's start from the beginning. They opened with Final Fantasy 16. What was your thoughts, Ryan? Oh man, well, you know me, Final Fantasy is my favorite series. So I got super excited when I saw that. Um, I was get, I was definitely giving, it seems like kind of an evolution from 15, not so much seven remake, which makes sense. Cause I'm sure they were working on those simultaneously. Um, the one thing that it obviously still remains to be seen that I, I really want from that game is I just want a cohesive, cohesive, understandable story. Cause <laughs> I played all of 15. I loved the gameplay in 15, but I had no clue what the hell that story was, or I didn't understand it. And then it was over and I still don't understand what happens in it. So I hopefully know more of that. Um, but it looks like it's, it's got a very story heavy focus. The combat looks awesome. You know, again, more action, not so much turn base as much. Yeah. Um, I'm digging the medieval kind of fantasy setting. Um, a little different than 15 with the flying car and such, <laughs> but, um, no, I am, I am super, super into it. Um, I don't know when this game's coming out. I hope this isn't like a, we'll see this in seven years type of deal, but, uh, <laughs> it looks awesome. It looks so good. what do you yeah. think? I liked it. I'm here for it. I loved it. Um, loved what we saw. I'm glad it's like a medieval setting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for it. Uh, it looks good. It, I mean, I like the main character. Obviously, it looks like there's going to be some time jump or maybe you grow up with this kid because it looks like the main character is going to age in the trailer. So I'm uh, definitely excited for it. Um, Justin, did you have any notes for Final Fantasy 16? And this is where I get that hang up notification on this call. <laughs> um, so unpopular opinion, Final Fantasy has really never captured my interest. Um, to be fair, sometimes I, I, I don't necessarily give it, maybe haven't given it the chance to. The, the limited amount I've played, though, I'm like, eh, it's okay. I can appreciate it for uh, how like, stylized it is um, and obviously how massive the Final Fantasy world is. This one, though, I might be a changed man because it looked really good. It looked really pretty. Um and we'll get to kind of uh, down the list what PlayStation 5 is bringing. But, like, I think, like, Horizon and Ghost of Tsushima were some of my 
favorite games just strictly because of the way the landscape looked. So maybe that's where I it's kind of piquing my interest for Final Fantasy 16. Um, so we'll see. I might, uh, like you said, if it's not coming in seven years, maybe I'll be a changed man. Yeah. Which I definitely uh, don't think it's going to take that long. Let's hope not. Which Final Fantasies have you kind of dabbled into, Justin? Uh, the most is Final Fantasy 15, which I know is coming back for the PS Plus uh, connection collection. Yes. So nice. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it another stab, and who knows? I might I might feel differently now. Yeah, I think if you were going to get into Final Fantasy, you might want to start with 15. If you don't like turn based. Or turn based is not my favorite. Now I again maybe I just haven't given it the right opportunity because there's some turn based games that I'm like maybe I could. Yeah. I I do wonder what the combat's how it's going to feel after Final Fantasy VII remake because I I enjoyed 15's combat a lot at the time, but then if I went back now after Final Fantasy VII remake, I feel like I would not be as into it. I remember a lot of pressing the R one button in that game specifically. Um, and kind of flying around and stuff, but uh, I, I'm i very interested to see how the 16 combat is, again, compared to 7 Remake, and again, just kind of probably as an evolution from 15. Yeah. I'm very interested. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a cross between 7 Remake and 15. Something, a little bit of both. Right. Um, Alright, cool. Uh, I think the next thing is, because I, I didn't write any notes down, because I've already talked about this before, but I think the next Miles thing Morales. that they showed off, yes, Miles Morales. Sure. What did you guys think of that? Anybody can go first. Um, so, again, anybody, <laughs> this is really not sound, not, not really giving me good street cred here. I'm not a huge <laughs> uh, like superhero <laughs> game fan. I eat like Marvel's Avengers, Spider-Man. I I've seen maybe a, a sixth of the you know Avengers sort of mega pack of movies. It's just never been kind of my thing. Uh, again, I can appreciate how awesome it looks. Um, the web shooting now, uh, and I'm not 100% sure, but isn't it different than the previous game? The way the webs shoot. Or, or am I thinking well, Spider-Man? Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, the, the web is definitely different from, like, past games. Um, For some reason, that's just what caught my eye. was like, okay, that, that looks it looks a little bit different. It looks maybe refreshed, like new. You know, maybe not just the, the, the typical old, old Spider-Man. No, I think, yeah, it, it's going to play like Sp- Spider-Man did on the PS4. But, yeah, if you didn't play that, then... It for you the the web slinging has changed, but for people who did play Spider Man, it's probably going to feel the same for Miles Morales. Now I do know that this was priced at fifty dollars and sixty nine, I believe sixty nine ninety nine for the um for the limited edition. Correct? Yeah, it's like an ultimate edition, so okay. it'll give you Miles Morales and a remaster of Spider-Man. So if you missed out, you can get your, you know, you can jump in and get it now. So from what I'm hearing, this is a little bit shorter of a game, so you two can debate on whether you think that price is maybe worth it or not. Yeah, what did you think, Ryan? Right. So a couple of things. So first, I think in this trailer, we really only saw 
the combat so much. We didn't see too much of him kind of swinging around the city. But yeah, I think he's going to play swing wise. Swinging wise, he should play very similar to the other Spider-Man game. The differences I think are going to come in the combat, which they showed off here. One where he goes invisible because um, Miles Morales has different powers than Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Again, he can turn invisible and he also has this kind of like electric shock venom blast kind of thing that he can do which i think that's what the kind of orange electricity moves we were seeing kind of come into play so i think the swinging will be the same but yeah combat's definitely going to feel different with different moves which is very exciting i enjoyed to your this is something that jose would probably bring up the music i enjoyed the kind of more like hip-hop version of like the combat music Mm -hmm. in the trailer did i Uh, that was yeah i thought that was really fun um but as far as the pricing yeah again it's so the, the PS, well, I guess now it's, this one is cross-gen, but at $50, is is that the PS5 price point? Do you think it's going to be different price point on PS4 then? Or is that just it across both platforms? I, so I don't think they've said, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Miles Morales at 40 or maybe same price because, right. I mean... Yeah, you're saying that this was made ground up for PS5, so then Miles Morales, I I would say, would be 50 on PS5, whereas it's kind of like a port to PS4, so I wouldn't, I would hope it would be 40. See, I I think opposite. I think if they're toting this sort of backwards compatibility, I think they have to make it the same price. Fair. Yeah. Because I mean, I think if it was just a PS4 game, I think it would have been forty. Because again, it it does look similar to like um, Uncharted: Lost Legacy, which is definitely mm-hmm. you know it's a spinoff. It's a shorter game. It's still a. It's not like just like a small DLC though. It's still right. Like, you it's know, like in eight between to ten hours. The, in yeah. between DLC and a full game, so it's like a, a DLC plus. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So I so when I when I hear fifty dollars, my thought initially goes to well, it would have been forty on PS4, but everything's ten dollars higher now, so fifty mm-hmm. makes sense on PS5. Sure. So that's kind of where my thoughts at. But to your point, I don't I don't know if it will be the same on PS4. Yeah, if they're just gonna have it across the platform price, I don't know. But uh, I mean, I'm definitely I'm definitely in for this one. I um I, one thing I do want to touch on that I thought was cool is um the villain they show in it, the Tinkerer um yeah so in the in like the comics the tinker is like this old man who just kind of like he's almost like a macgyver he can like make all these really (laughs) high-tech gear and stuff and just like household appliances he's not so much like a super villain he just kind of works out in the gray and like you know he like helps build gear for like villains and stuff basically anyone who are pay him but um obviously in this one it sounds like it's a woman which is cool so that's always a fun turn on how they're gonna tell the story but i guess i like that it is kind of a smaller villain. You know, it's not like we're getting the Sinister Six again. It's like, well, here's a different villain you haven't seen so we can tell a totally new story. That's not going to be as, you know, big as like world ending, but I'm sure it'll be uh, just fun to see all the different gadgets and stuff that they have that character doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for this game. Um, we'll get, well, you know what, since we're talking about it now, um, I am surprised that it, that it is coming to PS4. Um, yeah. didn't find that yeah. out until after the pre-order, but um, I do think it was a little dirty because Sony waited until um after the showcase, after Prius the PS or the pre-order fiasco, mm-hmm. and in the chaos, then it was like announced like as I'm trying to pre-order and going through my Twitter timeline, then I see Horizon's coming to PS4 or, or Horizon Two is coming to PS4, Miles Morales is coming to PS4, and I I didn't even have time to process that. 
in the midst of like me screaming and trying to pre-order a PS4. So I, I think it was weird that Sony didn't like say anything until like the last minute, you know, trying to hide it. Um, but it is what it is. I understand why it's coming to PS4. I mean, they definitely want to get that holiday money. Um, you don't want to lose out on that. So it makes mm-hmm. sense. Just a little surprising. I will say that villain's mask reminded me of Pilo Ren immediately. Yes, definitely. Does. <laughs> There's no doubt. Purple Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Purple I know. electric Kylo Ren. <laughs> there you go. Uh, to your point, Jose, yeah, I guess I, w- I was surprised. Surprised and not surprised that it's also going to be on PS4. But to your point, they kind of waited for all the, the pre-order insanity to go forth. It's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. by the way, you don't, you can play this game on either console, regardless of if you get this one launch. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have made a mad dash for a pre-order then because it's like now i'm like i'm not getting demon souls on launch day and we'll we'll get to demon souls next but i guess like my ps5 is for godfall now like exclusively like i'm obviously gonna get miles morales on ps5 but now it's like okay well it's i guess it's gonna be godfall for a hot minute um so yeah what was next demon souls was next right no, no hogwarts it was, was hogwarts Harry Potter. Oh yeah. Big one. Um, yeah, I want to get into one. this it, one. That, okay. <laughs> ha, okay, so Hogwarts. Definitely surprised this game was rumored or whatever for years, I'm, I'm I I think. Um I am all over this. This is going to be a day one for me. Um I love it. Love how it looks. If it's going to be a massive like single player open world game, it's definitely right up my alley. Um what about you guys? Definitely day one, hundred percent day one. Are we all big Harry Potter fans? It sounds like. Oh spot? yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the fact and, and I kind of um took a break from console gaming for a while. I mean, I was huge into World of Warcraft. We don't have to get into it, but um, even I knew a Harry Potter game was coming, having been removed from the console gaming world. So this was a. It was it was a huge surprise, but also a finally it's here. Um, I love that it is pre books pre pre everything. It's it's really like a um, yeah. like a uh, like an origin story of Harry of Hogwarts. Um, twenty twenty one. I'm not too happy about that. I want it right now, but <laughs> I think it looks yeah, great. I, yeah, pre Harry Potter is is very very exciting um that it's hopefully they can just tell whatever story they want um not have to Definitely. worry about him yeah. or Voldemort or any of that stuff and do their own story that would be really exactly um, they don't so have to we, stay we, like canon to anything like they don't have to right. they can make up whatever and just it, it, it you know sometimes it's a little bit nicer i feel like you know you don't have to stick to this regimented between these books and if it's not in the books you're gonna get called out for it you know Right, that's why I think it's so exciting, which is probably why they chose it late 1800s. I think the the trailer shows. So yeah, I, I am all in for that. So we know it's an open world action RPG, which sounds incredible. So obviously, we're gonna get. Are we gonna get to pick our house at the beginning of the game? That has to be a thing that happens, right? Or are we that has to be a huge yeah. for us. Okay, so obviously, I mean, it's all the sorting hat, but right, right. Well, most importantly, what house is everyone on this podcast? What house do they think they are? I've always read that I'm Ravenclaw. Hmm. Jose, 
I'm a Slytherin through and through. Ugh. Dang, gross. <laughs> I'm with Justin. We will we'll be housemates. I also felt like I was always Ravenclaw because you know, whip beyond measure is man's greatest treasure. So exactly. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Ravina Ravenclaw is really who who better? True, truer words, truer words. Than <laughs> so yeah. If if they let me pick my house, I'm obviously going to pick Ravenclaw, and it's it's I'm just I'm thinking of all the possibilities, and I hope I'm not getting too hyped about what this game actually will be. But just the thought of you know you get to pick your house, so you know where Ravenclaws I think they're up in the observatory is like there is where the house is. Jose, you'll be down in the dungeons mm-hmm. with the the scum <laughs> that you belong. Thanks. <laughs> but just I'm just thinking, you know where you know are, is it going to be like you're basically living the life of a Hogwarts student. So is it almost like a life sim similar to like a persona or even a fire emblem three houses where it's like, this is your schedule, you know, make sure you get down to herbology and then get to care magical creatures and go to your classes. But then also you're getting into mischief like Harry Potter and the like outside of school hours. Is that what we're looking at here? Or is that kind of wishful thinking for it to be that in depth? I don't think it's wishful thinking at all. Um, I think based now, this is solely obviously based on just the trailer and no other information, but it looked like you're kind of exploring all these like ancient powers. I know they mentioned um, that, that maybe weren't even existing in the modern day, I'll say modern day Hogwarts, the Harry Potter era of Hogwarts. So I think it is going to be kind of a life sim, like exploring open world, you know, learning, even if it's learning, you know, your Patronus or who knows, but I hope that's the way it plays out. Even if it doesn't play out that way though, I'm still, I think I'm still going to love it. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I think it is going to be probably like a mix of like Skyrim as far as like a huge open world goes. Um, I definitely can see like life sim, uh, things taking place you know kind of like persona like you will have to get to these classes which that can like level you up in like certain skills or you know what i mean so it's like yeah you can you can miss it but you're probably going to miss out on that experience Mm -hmm. or skills or you know whatever that that class offers so i definitely see like you would want to get down to that class like if they just literally literally let you like hey you pick your house here's your wand go fight baddies, you never go to school, that kind of like takes you out of that immersion. You know, then it could have been called anything else in that Harry Potter universe. But the fact that it's like Hogwarts legacy, mm-hmm. you should be doing school things. I should be learning defense against the dark arts. I, all of it. Yeah. Exactly. I hope it's I hope it's that immersive. It, it will kind of do it a disservice if it's not. But I have a few, just based on the trailer, I get that I feel like it is going to be that immersive. And Right. Oh, Where is so awesome. my Griffin? Where is my Griffin? <laughs> <laughs> well, even again, like if it's something, how cool would it be if it was something similar to like three Fire Emblem Three Houses, where if you choose Ravenclaw, these are all your Ravenclaw mates. If you choose Slytherin, you have all these ones that you're going to interact with. You'll For still sure. see the other ones around the school, but these are your main kind of groups that you kind of can see. Maybe you do like quests and stuff with them, or you don't. I don't know, but oh, the possibilities are just so exciting i know it could it could be a game about the triwizard cup and i would be satisfied yeah for sure (laughs) absolutely uh but it um so it's made by avalanche not the um mad max one but the disney infinity one i I never played any of the disney infinity games i hope it's more complex than those games are (laughs) so i never played them either so i wouldn't know but 
I mean, I would think an IP this big, right? This this franchise, this huge, they would have to. I mean, it, it, and it's been rumored this long, so they have to nail it. And I think like every little thing is being like scrutinized. Yeah. Right. Well, if if it is kind of this wish that we're all putting together out there in the universe, if it does play like we're talking about here, that's easily that easily be my game of the show. Even with Final Fantasy 16 there, I would I would be so excited if Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> this game that we're all kind of making up right now because that just sounds so it does. It sounds really satisfying. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. Satisfying. <laughs> um. Okay, next in the showcase, I believe it was Black a Ops. Call of Duty. Okay. Black and Ops skipping War. that. All right, we'll skip that. And what was I after Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the alpha is out if you'd like to play it. Wait, what? The alpha came out last Friday. Okay, cool. Nope. If, you're, if you're into Call of Duty, cool. We're not. So. <laughs> no. Anyway, what was after uh, Call of Duty? That is Resident Evil. Okay. I was kind of working while this was on, so I really wasn't paying attention to the Resident Evil 8 stuff. I figured it was Resident Evil 8, but I had to work. So, um, yeah, if one of you guys want to go and take this one. Wow, not dedicated. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Ryan. Okay. So, yeah, so it's my understanding that this is basically a direct sequel to 7 where you're the same character but then chris redfield kind of shows up at the end of the first trailer they showed back in the day but um again resident evil 7 was fantastic i am all in on resident evil 8 i really dug the kind of grim fairy tale horror vibe this trailer was giving us um i was getting some resident evil 4 vibes maybe just because like you're in a village in another country and there's a castle and oh so that's that's always exciting um but i i (sighs) I prefer third-person games, but in seven, the third, the first person didn't bother me. It definitely added some scare factor to that one, so I'm, I'm into that. But uh, I, I, the trailer yeah. didn't show that much, but it showed enough to just remind me that I just, I am all in on any sequel to Resident Evil Seven or what we've got here because it looks, it looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely eventually get it. Um, I'm not like super crazy for it, but I'm, I'll definitely get it because I do love some me some horror games. Yeah, I kind of felt the same way about it that Ryan did. Like it, it, gave, it gave me like a horrorish, cart almost cartoony kind of vibe, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Especially those little kind of uh, almost Coraline cutscenes they did yeah. there in the middle. Um, I thought it, it. I thought it looked really good. I'm all about horror games. I mean, I'm a big Dead by Daylight fan, so horror game, I'm in for sure. I mean, all we got was 2021, so we don't know if it's going to be next holiday, if it's going to be a spring. So, right. The last few Resident Evil games have all been kind of first quarter, right? Seven was January. RE Remake was January, I think, as well. And then was RE3 Remake. That might have been like March-ish. Yeah, right? They're all like kind of first start, quarter. Yeah. I don't know if this one's first quarter, but um, again, 2021, that's better than anything past there since we're almost True. there now so that's <laughs> yeah that's exciting that's exciting yeah for sure all right and um all right what was next death loop i don't have death notes loop. so you guys have to tell me <laughs> yeah death loop. okay death loop um, looks cool uh or death loop looks cool uh 
I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I, for me, it's definitely going to be like a review type game. Um, I really haven't, I haven't been like really paying attention to this game too much. I feel like every time I see it though, the trailer is exactly the same trailer. So that I guess that's why I tune out. Like I'm like, okay, I get it. It's like you're in a time loop and there's this female assassin who's trying to kill you. Um, and I feel like I've seen that like five times already. So I'm like, okay, this is the same thing you're showing me. So I haven't been paying attention. Yeah. I agree that that this trailer was the same trailer we've already seen, maybe just a little extended. It explained it a little more, maybe like the, the different um they're called visionaries that you're trying to kill. Um, but I'm super excited for this because it gives me major Borderlands vibes, and I'm I'm there for that. <laughs> Although it probably will play nothing like Borderlands, but I get what you're saying. Play nothing, but okay, visually it it gives me kind of border that Borderlands sort of artistic style and that like um, almost uh, I guess like Kill Bill kind of. Um, I really know how to how to explain it, like that that art style of like, yes, it's kind of hack and slash, but it's in a in a comedic kind of way almost. Like there's blood and gore, but it's it's in like a comedy kind of way. Okay, I see what you're so saying. It, what did you think, Ryan? So yeah, I I I'm not super excited about. It. The only reason I'm kind of excited is I'm pretty sure the guys working on this is Arcane, the ones that did the Dishonored games, and it definitely has yes. a similar vibe to those games. Um, and they when they showed some of the gameplay, they showed some similar to kind of the blink move where you can kind of teleport essentially um, in there. So it it looks really cool, like the actual gameplay and stuff, the multiplayer stuff where there's like a rival assassin there kind of trying to mess you up doesn't really work for me. And the kind of the <laughs> loop of going in almost like a rogue like yeah. doesn't really work for me either. But I dig the vibe. I get what Justin's saying with kind of the Kill Bill kind of stylish tone to it that is pretty cool but um i don't know again yeah it's similar to you jose I'll, I'll wait and see the review and read them and see what it's about but this might be like a way down the road super sale game for me at best i'll let you know how it is oh cool <laughs> thanks <laughs> um all right and i have nothing on the next two um i don't care about the next two so you guys can take this we had odd world and five nine at freddy's which yeah nothing for me no, uh, Devil May Cry and Oddworld. Devil May Cry oh, 5. Sorry. I oh, that. I forgot about Devil May Cry. Yeah, see, I, but also, that, I'm, nothing for me either. So, killer. all right. <laughs> this was this was a this was a uh, take a phone call break. <laughs> for yeah. sure. Don't care about Devil May Cry. Don't care about Oddworld. I, I'm aware that Five Nights at Freddy's is like a thing. I don't know what it is. I feel like it's like an evil like Chuck E. Cheese kind of thing it is yeah that's what i thought it's like a phone game right i don't know i don't even know how you play it or where you play it no no it is definitely mobile because my seven-year-old nephew plays it on like the ipad or that iphone or something that's what i was gonna say it's like isn't this like supposed to be like a disturbing like scary game but like kids play it like there's kids backpacks for this like what is this who is this for (laughs) i don't understand slender man the only thing i could really say about this trailer was it was kind of that 80s um stranger things you know kind of neon mall kind of vibe and i was like okay that's kind of cool but i won't play it i'm not gonna buy it yeah, I'm not even gonna touch that. No, hopefully it'll be a PS it. Plus because even still, I'm not gonna. I don't think so. I enjoyed the trailer because um, it was like a right, and uh, we... okay. <laughs> I didn't know what it was for a minute. 
no then, I, yeah I either, it, it took me a minute like, and i'm like oh this that five nights at freddy's thing okay next right that's like a voiceover and there was like a kid like yeah. like breathing heavy and it was like kind of intense i was like this is a good trailer i don't care about the game but it's a good trailer <laughs> yeah, but yeah no sure. pass super pass uber pass cool <laughs> all right and we'll move on um, is what next, next demon souls demon souls yep okay all right yeah demon souls cool it's I mean, it's definitely an awesome remake of a good PS3 game. I will get it. Um, here's the thing, and I know we're going to get into this when we kind of talk price. I'm not paying $70 for this. I'm just not. Um, I will get this on sale. I think $70 is an extremely high price tag for this, and I know Sony's first-party games are going to be $70, but I don't know. I know that I got pretty far in the first Demon Souls, Um and I'm not even going to attempt it um, in the remake, like, right away. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, so, yeah. So, I played the original Demon Souls, because uh, I remember when it came out, it was such a big deal. I beat the game. Yeah. I didn't really enjoy playing it. I played it, though, and I did beat it. Um, so, when when they announced this remake, or, re- yeah, the remake based, I was like, I don't care. But then this trailer came on and it looked the graphics looked incredible the lighting was kind of unreal so i couldn't stop myself from watching it, even though i wanted to because i don't want to buy this game because i'm sure it's going to yeah. play similar to demon souls um it definitely didn't look as clunky as the original demon souls which was like it's like you were walking around in jello trying to like do like tiny rolls and stuff and you were just getting <laughs> yeah that was the worst the time. but this one definitely i mean maybe just because the guy playing knew what he was doing because he was just wasting people pretty easily, which is not what the game is as I remember it. But no, um, I, I won't, oh, man, it looked so good. But then they started showing all the boss battles. And I remember how horrible those were. If you lose, then you lose all kinds of progress. And I just, mm-hmm. I can't get back into that life. So yeah. <laughs> maybe on a sale, I don't know. It did look, it looked gorgeous though. And I, to your point, if, I wouldn't mind paying seventy if I was like into the Demon Souls game. The 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 what are the other ones called? I can't even remember the Dark Souls. Um, yeah, the Dark Souls, Dark Souls game. Yeah. All that. I just man, it looked really good. It looked really really good. I just don't want it. No, in my I mean, life. It, yeah, it looks amazing. <laughs> it looks great, but the seventy dollars re- really has me rethinking like purchases I'm gonna have to be making going forward. So I'm not just gonna jump on every single game like i did for ps4 yeah um all right and uh justin i don't think you have anything on demon souls do you not a whole lot i'm not as familiar uh with you guys uh with demon souls uh i did say it was very good looking i've watched um i've watched the play of demon souls before i've watched you know how it plays it okay um i might get it maybe yeah. Looks good. It looked good. <laughs> if you like being punished, then yeah, it's a game for you. Well, huh? yeah, now that now that I know that I don't remember rethinking it, it's almost like Doom. It's worse than Doom. I mean, it's worse. You're gonna lose all your progress. Or not like progress, but you're gonna lose a lot to, to gain. So it's like what high risk reward, whatever. High, I don't high know. risk, high risk, high reward. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so then uh the showcase closed with a trailer of Fortnite, which i was about to th- rip my tv off the wall 
and throw it in the street because i was like are you effing kidding me with this um and then i was going to come pick up your tv light it on fire throw it back in your house because i was also that mad yeah it was kind of crazy but then they like they tease god of war 2 so i i'm totally cool with that uh i haven't finished god of war 1 but now that and we'll get into this we'll roll into this next uh, but i do want to see what ryan's going to think about the god of war trailer or teaser now that god of war is going to be on the ps collection i'm going to wait and play it on ps5 but ryan what did you think of the teaser so it's very much that it's a teaser. It doesn't show a whole lot, but it starts. But did you with... scream? Did you scream? <laughs> I did scream. <laughs> I was very excited. Um, you know, this starts with you hear Kratos' kind of gravelly voice, and you're like, "Yes!" And you see the shape starting. Yes, all the good stuff. Um, we've talked about it again. I'm also re- I'm replaying God of War after our discussion um, a couple podcasts ago about it. I really wanted to get back into it and. I'm st- oh, it's so so good I, I still think it probably is the best game i played of, of this whole generation um it's it's so it's such a great great game um it's I, I, we've already talked about it. i don't want to go into it too much but no i am yeah. i am very into getting that also 2021 i believe so we've got a lot of stuff coming in the next year yep. plus sure. here that's very very exciting now i was very excited to not see like well, I guess 16, we didn't get a date, but most of these did show a 2021 or like release date or whatever window. So we're getting a lot of stuff in the first year of this console, most likely, which is very exciting. Yeah. yeah. I have yeah. a feeling that's going to be a holiday. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, the, the original was like in April, which was kind of a random time to drop. But yeah, I, I agree. That feels very much holiday next next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And then they, uh, they did announce the PS collection. So it's like 18 games that you can play. If you're already subscribed to PS plus or PlayStation plus, you get these 18 games, um, God of war persona, um, just some heavy hitters. Um, I do think it's funny now that Microsoft and we'll, we'll get into the uh, Bethesda Microsoft buying Bethesda thing this weekend, um, on this podcast, uh for next week but it is kind of weird that they did have fallout on the collection and then here comes microsoft like nope (laughs) so i wonder if that game is going to drop off um i think the ps collection is kind of cool if you missed out on those games um for me i have a lot of those games already except like uh the battlefield and i think like maybe two or three other games um what did you guys think about it so for me i'm in the boat of I don't have a lot of those games or have not played a lot of them. Um, and I'm excited now that I get to. Um, notably, like Batman Arkham Knight, I've been kind of wavering. Should I? Should I not? Can I get that? Um, Until Dawn thought about. Uh, like I said, yeah. Final Fantasy 15 might get back into. Um, perhaps Days Gone. Definitely Ratchet and Clank. Um, Maybe even Bloodborne. I know we got um, Detroit Become Human. Uh, that was a PS Plus uh, free to play, or like a their you know their little bonus game. I downloaded it, never even touched it. So I don't know. Maybe I don't even know how well it did. Really, uh, Uncharted Four is coming back to that, which I'm big big fan of the Uncharted series. Big fan. Yeah. Um, and what do you think, Ryan, about the collection? So like you, I've played 
most of the games and I have most of the games that were on it. So for me personally, it didn't do much, but I thought it was still just a really cool thing to have for, again, someone like Justin who hasn't played it much, or even like me, if I have a PS5 and I want to go back and play any of those games, if I have PS Plus, I can yeah. play it. I actually dropped PS Plus after like three to five years or something, I think last year, because the free games weren't doing it for me. And I just didn't need it. So maybe I'll need to pick it back up when the ps5 when i grab a <laughs> yeah. ps5 whenever that is but um no it's awesome that's just it's basically all the greatest hits the only one i think you said persona 5 is on there i think you said so yeah i would definitely yep. be all over that one because i haven't played that one yet but no i thought it was a really cool i, I don't know if that's their answer they're kind of try to answer to game pass which still wouldn't hold up against game pass but it's still uh it's still <laughs> yeah. pretty cool still cool it's a, it's a good first attempt especially yeah. now yeah yeah um all right, so then they came out with, and this is gonna roll in, I guess, to the, our next big topic. They dropped the price. Um, I do real quick want to get both of your reactions on the price: uh, three ninety nine for digital, four ninety nine for Blu ray. What are you guys' thoughts? Uh, my first thought was they freaking did it. <laughs> <laughs> they did it i did not think this was at all possible partially due to um rumors and oh the you know the system cost this much to make and it cost this much landed and you know sony can't take this big loss and um and, you know i've had some debates that you know uh they can't make the xbox because xbox is kind of relying on game pass for a, a big chunk of their revenue especially for the smaller series s so i thought that 399 was not we weren't going to see 399 um yeah so that was a big surprise definitely ryan yeah i was i was shocked in a very very good way um i we've talked about it i was Going to this one, I was getting horrible PS2 into PS3 vibes where they were going to charge some insane, ungodly amount for these things. Um, <laughs> I figured, obviously, the digital would be less because it wasn't coming with that 4K Blu-ray player. Um, I've got a 4K separate Blu-ray player, and my current PS4, the disk drive is broken, so I basically have a digital console anyway. <laughs> so I was all set to get the digital console. So I was... Oh, I was hoping it would be less than 500 and they dropped that 399. I was just doing cartwheels around my room. Um, (laughs) I am, I am all in, I I can't, well, we'll get to the pre-orders, but yeah, Yeah. the digital one is, is the one I am all over. I'm shocked again, similar to Justin. I heard the rumors, what it costs to make these things, even without the, the 4k disc drive, I was still thinking, man, this thing's going to be probably 500 easy and then they dropped to 400 and it was uh and it's not less in power it's just digital only it's uh it's pretty incredible i can't believe they did it and i'm very thankful that they did because i didn't think they had to but i think that went a long way in helping them and oh it's so good so good yeah no i 100 percent agree they nailed a good per a, a good price a great price um, I was definitely wrong. I thought it was going to be four ninety nine and five ninety nine. I'm glad I was wrong. Um, uh, so yeah. So then pre orders. They after the showcase they show the price. They're outraged as well. I, I know, right? The We're dogs are just outraged. crazy. <laughs> um. Okay, so. After the showcase, they just pretty much ended it with the price. They said, hey, pre-orders are going to be available soon. 
nothing. Screen goes black, right? Everybody's like, where's the pre-order? Where's it going to be? What stores? PlayStation Twitter goes, hey, pre-orders are going to start tomorrow. Okay, why would you be vague as fuck and just say, hey, it's going to be tomorrow? What time? We don't know. What stores? Mm, call around. Uh, that No, that's not going to cut it. So then Jeff Keighley gets on Twitter and says, hey, pre-orders today. Uh, no, sorry, just kidding. They're tomorrow. Oh, hey, everybody, pre-orders are up now. Luckily, I was on my on Twitter at the time the pre-orders <laughs> apparently went live and Walmart decided to cause a virtual stampede. So I was able to jump on, get in, pre-order, and check out within like five seconds because like my card is like on my Apple Pay or whatever. So it took me no time at all to lock that in. But I know Justin and Ryan, I know Justin got a pre-order, had a hard time, and Ryan, you did not get a pre-order. Is that correct? No, yeah. I'm, I'm the sad little boy who didn't didn't get the pre-order. I was, <laughs> I was, I kept checking. I was working when, when all this was happening, so I didn't get a chance to until later that night. And I, the first, the first attempt, I was on Best Buy and they had one and I had it in my cart i had my store set but then it kept freezing on me and then my screen changed to saying there's no stores within 250 miles of you now that have this so i lost that and then i think the next night uh they dropped them on walmart again so i was there right at nine o'clock and before 901 hit it was all sold out but again i kept hitting it i found one somehow it was in my cart i was going to the next page i had my i was already logged in i was going to the next page to pay and then it was out of stock again. So I got left out of it. So yeah, a stampede was a, a good analogy because mm-hmm. it's like in Jumanji when they have a stampede and <laughs> everyone runs past it. And then there's like a minute pause. And then there's that last rhino that's like slowly coming down at the tail yeah. end there. That was me trying to get my PS5. And I just sadly Bringing kept up going. like the, the bad, like the, the smoker wild boar. Exactly. <laughs> railing and just grunting <laughs> Wait exactly. for me. that was me that was me and i'm just sitting here by myself just looking in the corner just wondering when i'll get a ps5 one day one day i will <laughs> so um i ended up uh missing the because my my initial intention was to get the digital only so i missed out on those but i was able to get a disc um now in hindsight it might not be such a bad uh thing with all of these no. talks of backwards compatibility and if it's just digital or if it's digital and disc or if it's just physical backwards compatibility um sony's being a little uh being a little quiet yeah i mean i think sony definitely needs to tell us what's going to happen with your ps4 digital library they haven't i don't see where Sony would say, hey, you got these games on your PS4 digital, but they're not going to be able to be played on PS5. Like if backwards compatibility only pertained to disc, then they need to say that now, you know, but uh, we'll definitely see for sure. Yeah. Ryan, what are your thoughts on that? Because I know Jose and I have kind of speculated that. Um, I know I, I've been wondering basically since they've been talking about backwards compatibility, well, is it going to work for my digital games that I've bought? Cause I've, I've been straight up digital for a long time now, even before my PlayStation disc drive broke, just cause I preferred not having to yeah. go somewhere. I like just being able to download it, pre-download it. And it was ready to roll when, uh, when launch day came and I just like less clutter in my house. So 
Um, but yeah, like I guess they haven't specifically said any digital games will be playable as backwards compatible on my PS5. Can I play God of War on my PS5 without PS Plus if I have it in my PS4 Sony library? I don't know. And the fact they haven't said anything is concerning. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to have to have my PS4 plugged in long after the PS5 comes out if I want to play those old games. But um, I don't know. It's very weird how vague they're being just about everything. But it seems like they don't want to do... <laughs> um, they don't anything with digital backwards compatibility so i i, I don't even know so it is what it is <laughs> they are fighting this yeah. yeah i don't have any yeah. i only have two disc games anyway so i don't uh i have zero so i'm uh so without the uh ps plus collection i'm gameless right <laughs> right yeah um... which i mean me leads me to believe that I say they're going to have to, but they really should do the right thing here. Sony's going to have a lot of pissed off people if they don't. Although I yeah. I do think, to your point there, with the PS Plus collection, maybe that's their version of the digital, quote-unquote, backwards compatibility. It's like, well, you can play all these games, you just need to have PS Plus, which most people who have all those games probably have PS Plus anyway. Um, again, I did for a while, and I finally dropped out, but if that's the only way I can do it, I'd I'd probably just go ahead and do that anyway, because again, I do think that is a decent enough answer. At least it's an option. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's a shitty option, but it's it, a I guess sh- it's, it's, a, it's a shitty <laughs> now, especially compared to Xbox, bringing that oh, yeah. into the fray. Yeah, uh, it's like, oh, you're gonna give me these 18 games for an extra two hundred dollars? Ooh, thanks. <laughs> yeah right. no it's it's definitely <laughs> right. weird um but that leads me to the last topic and this is just a quick one um before we head out uh, okay xbox pre-orders went live today i i know i'm the only one who's getting gonna get one what are you guys thoughts on the series s and x and game pass just like as a whole and i guess I guess we can just like add it in here. Obviously, Microsoft bought Bethesda. Bethesda has games like Doom, Elder Scrolls, uh, Dishonored. There's a, a ton of games, right? It's a ton of studios that they bought. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I think they look, again, look great. I think the price points were obviously a little nicer than uh, the PS5 since they were you know, a $200 difference instead of a $100 difference. Um, they really are extending the olive branch, so to say, to all kinds of consumers, uh, being able to pay monthly for it. Um, so, you know, parents, this, you know, this holiday, I mean, this year has been a weird year. So this holiday, they actually get their kids a brand new console, uh, yeah. a really, a really good console at a pretty decent price. Um, yes, it's not, you know. It's not 4K. Not everybody has a 4K TV. I don't have a 4K TV. So, I mean, I, I, I think they did a great job, especially with pricing. And then with the hardware differences, I mean, yes, PlayStation, you get either a Blu-ray player or you don't get a Blu-ray player. But is that enough difference to warrant, you know, that extra $100? Maybe, maybe not, especially, again, with the back, backwards compatibility discussion. But uh, I think did a great job marketing it, um, pricing it, and 
now that we've seen showcasing it. Yeah. Yeah, I I I definitely I have no interest in getting an Xbox, but I do like the two price points being with the two hundred dollar difference. I do think it's cool, kinda of to your point where if if you want the you know the best of the best you can go with um the Series X um and have the most powerful console. But if you don't care about four K and you don't care about losing a little bit of power, a two hundred dollar yeah. difference just to get in the door is pretty that's pretty awesome. I, I actually really like that a lot. For sure. Um and again with game pass you know you just you get in there and you've got access to all the games even the brand new ones that first party that come yeah. out and they drop and they're just there and you're just paying that fee that's they've got all that down and i mean they had to because they got destroyed this generation so they had to do stuff like that to try to get some of that fan base back from the 360 generation i think they're still going to get outsold by the ps5 by a lot but at least you know there's um you know they they are doing a lot of goodwill towards their fans and they're doing a lot of really cool things but um yeah but i mean i, I definitely uh, i'm a ps5 player as well i have no interest in getting the xbox but yeah to touch on what you said i mean they really did uh, a goodwill to their subscribers and they are not necessarily they're not they're not going to be ps5 sales i don't think so either but they, as we saw how quickly it sold out today, I think they're, um, they, they definitely gave themselves a leg up by doing what they did. Like you said, they got beat up this, this generation. Um, so I think they, yeah. they did them, they did a good, they did a good job. They did a good job, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Xbox, I think, would have sold out regardless because obviously people like, you know, you like your own system. You know, you like Xbox, you like PlayStation, you like Nintendo. Um, me, I just like games in general, so I'm going to get all three. Um, but I think that Bethesda announcement last night definitely gave... <laughs> I, I definitely think that lit a fire, right? Because now you're thinking, okay, Elder Scrolls, Doom, all these games are going to be going to Xbox first. Microsoft announced that these games are going to be day one, day pass, which is pretty cool. Um, again, that's not $60, $70 you're paying out per game. You're already paying the $15 a month. And even if Game Pass has to go up to $20, that's still a pretty good deal considering you're going to get like a hundred and something games. Oh, definitely. Um, you're, still on the, you're still on the positive side. Because yeah. at the highest price point, you have paid $500 for the console plus 70 plus tax a game. Yeah. You know? And you're yeah. still under, like Ryan said, most people are still under PS Plus. Because if you're playing, especially if you're playing online, you have to be. So, you know, you, you're 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 saving money by getting an Xbox for sure, for sure. And I I, I feel like to just to to touch on that, um, you know, Xbox kind of knew that they got beat up this generation. The way they announced their pricing and everything before Sony, which was completely unexpected and kind of said okay you know we we may not be as popular and may not sell out with such ferocity as you did but you know don't discount us just yet because they they showed their cards yeah for sure they they had that i I, it's definitely a trump card that they pulled last night yeah or yesterday and it's as a again i've been with sony for a long time now, Sony and Nintendo are kind of the two main. I, I've only 
really had the original Xbox, and after that, I didn't really care. But it's good if Sony and Microsoft are, if Microsoft does make this next generation upcoming a lot closer, it's good for that competitiveness because then it makes Absolutely. Sony have to work harder for us. So the anytime it's, if Microsoft mm-hmm. comes back and is strong, that we the consumers definitely will win. So that's I like seeing all this great Microsoft stuff, and hopefully Sony can retaliate with some of their own goodwill. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's all. It's all, uh, I want to say, in good fun. Sometimes it might not be in good fun, but yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's good competition. It's good for us, really, the consumer in the end, because each one is competing to be, to keep that title as the best, the best, the best. I mean, Microsoft was like, oh, okay, you guys, you know, PS5 sold out this quick. Here's seven and a half billion dollar check. <laughs> yeah. Your Pretty move, much. Sony. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jose, so just going forward, is it with you having all three systems, is it going to be Sony exclusive, obviously you got the PS5, anything that's cross cross platform, are you automatically going to get Xbox? Because it's more powerful. Yes. So yeah. I, yeah. And, and, and really it's, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Right. So I, my PS5 is going to be my Sony exclusive machine. It, it, it kind of was that before, uh, with the, like, uh, Back in the day, like the PS3, I guess. Like, I really didn't do a lot of like cross gen games with PS3 uh, or like cross console games. Now, like the PS4, I went hard with the PS4, right? I had an Xbox three times, got rid of them all three times, stayed with the P- PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation 5 is definitely going to be for exclusives. I think Xbox is going to be generally for like everything else, like shooters, adventures, whatever. Um, depending on the JRPG and RPG, I probably will get it on Switch because I love RPGs on Switch. Right. I got so, you. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And I mean, well, like you said, next week we can get into the whole Bethesda thing a little deeper. Um, I'm still interested to see just how much of that is going to be really exclusive versus just well we just we're going to make more money off of these games now than before i yeah and <laughs> man i want to get into this but yeah, we'll i obviously <laughs> yeah 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 you know what let me not even bring that yeah. up we'll, we'll kick it i'll go ahead week. and say that just don't take doom from me please <laughs> don't do, do, do not count on doom a it's coming to ps5 or b it's going to come way later and <sighs> I I mean obviously that's speculation, but I don't I see Microsoft if anything giving themselves timed exclusives uh, yeah. to things, but we'll we'll dive into that mm-hmm. next episode. Nice. All right, um, that's gonna wrap it up for this one. Um, did you guys have any final words, or did you want to drop any Twitter links or game tags? My uh, PlayStation tag is a big scary dog. Um, if you would like to die in Dead by Daylight or uh, play Overwatch. I don't have... Ryan, you don't play any multiplayer games. No, so I don't have PS Plus anymore, so you, <laughs> you couldn't find me if you wanted to, so <laughs> don't worry about it. All right. All right, and then you can follow the podcast at OutrunGC, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. That's going to wrap it up. Bye. Bye, Colin. See ya. Bye.